start here. We're starting with like the market being really hot and mm-hmm. I would say in pockets of the DC area. Yes. For okay. sure. Or DC metro area, I would say. And I a home that is like this one. Yes. Completely ready, completely done. Yes. Nothing to do to it. I mean, when I say nothing to do to it, it's not just it doesn't just have you know, nice floors and nice countertops. Like it's they put it. It's everything's new, it's new perfect. insulation, new. Okay, and it's very modern and very up to in in style. Correct. And so the whole reason why they got the house again, if you're joining now, we put someone under contract for six figures over asking price, and uh, it's it's beautiful. And the whole reason why they got it is because they actually listened to what I told them to do. Right. And the entire time, I gave them the opportunity to say no. And right. I gave them the, the chance to say, this is where I'm comfortable at. Right. And so, it also helped that, you know, they have the funds. They have, were able to get the funds from They have already had, they've already done all of the... They're pre-approved. They're ready to go. They have everything. This was not even like a pre-approval. Like, I just went on whatever right. and got something. This was completely done. Completely they were done. they had all of their ducks in a row. Correct. Which, you know, not everyone does. And a lot of I think no. the topic is that this the, this particular off. couple Yeah. Oh. There we go. This particular couple literally took every bit of advice that Yes. I mean from from start to finish. Yes. And that's why they won. Correct. And so, now they're we're selling their place. Right. And they're listening to the exact advice again. So I'm hoping we can do it again. Right. So I think the idea here is that... Listen. Listening is so important. When you're in a relationship with your real estate agent or your lender or anyone, your attorney, whoever it is, like whatever professional you're choosing to work with, you need to trust them. And once you've chosen them, that, that to me says, I trust you. Exactly. So... There's a lot of, um, how do I say this? There's a lot of information out there. Yes. On the internet and on TV. Correct. On what's realistic for, you know, a lot of people still think that they can offer under asking price, like today. They, they do. And they are disappointed when they don't get the contract when the real estate agent is saying, I don't. I don't think this is going to work. I will do this that you want to do. Like probably when you went through the motions with these buyers, you were like, this is what I think needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And they had every opportunity to say no. And you go, okay, well, we'll write it the way you want to write it. Correct. But I know then you will likely not be in the running to win this contract. Correct. Correct. So we're going to end it live stream on that note. So we're not going to bother you guys. And that way you can actually listen to the rest of it. Details on our podcast. And it is on iTunes, it is on Google Play, it's on Anchor, it's on Spotify, it's on... I don't even know the rest of them. You know a lot more than I do. I'm not technically Any form of podcast listening, we are now. And you can say, Siri, play yes. the podcast Coffee and Jam. And it yes. will pop up. And then you can subscribe. And then rate it and review it. And you would think you're really, really text No, I'm not at all. I'm this such an hilarious. old woman. In our next live, I want like an emoji of like the old woman above Okay. Because that's me. Bye. Bye, guys. All right. Now back to podcast. So, yeah, they listened. And I gave them every opportunity the entire time to say no. And, and they were comfortable, though. Right? And they, they were comfortable. They the entire time they were comfortable. And, that, and 
And I think that's, that's one of the main keys is you have to make sure you're in a relationship with an agent or professional, whomever, that... This isn't just real estate, right? This is any, any service provider that you correct. hire or that is working on your behalf. You want to have this relationship where you feel tr- like trust and you yeah. believe what they're saying and you believe that they have the best you know, intentions. And I do yeah. think that's... In our industry, I totally, totally interrupted you, so I'm sorry. No, I don't care. But it's just so common for there not to be great practices amongst because I industries. think people put like other values before people's emotions. Mm-hmm. It's an emotional transaction, and so the entire time I was like, "This is what I recommend," but it's up to you guys, right? Because I'm not the one at the end of the day who's going to be making your payments, right? You have to be comfortable, right? And it didn't have, you know, what was interesting. It wasn't so much about payments. It was about the where we didn't know the offer was going to go, mm-hmm. and the shock of that. Sure. So, but they listened, and the reason why our seller got top dollars because our seller listened to us mm-hmm. as well. So it's the same thing for you guys. It's like if someone needs something, it's almost like they have we to We could do a how to be a good buyer, how to be a good seller. It's not just listening, right? It's also, it's, oh, it's also, it, it's everything, all the podcasts we've done before this in one. It's right. all of them in one. So if you're listening and you're wanting to know, if you're curious or if not, I'm just going to ram it down your throat right now (laughs) on how to be... Whether you like it or not. Excellent client, you need to not only listen to all of our podcasts, but you also need, you need to be prompt, you need to be realistic. And you have to have your own expectations, mm-hmm. and you have to have expectations for the people you're working with as well, and you have to know where your threshold is. And also, like, kind of talk it out a few steps ahead, right? Correct. And you always have to be, I find that I'm always reminding people probably the same thing over, but it's okay, because I just want to, I want to remind you, I'm always like, this is going to sound redundant, redundant, and it's going to feel like everything's going super fast, and you're going slow but I promise yes it we will. all pull in the same direction yeah I completely agree I you know we can prepare our buyers in on the lending side right like we go through the pre-approval process and then set them loose to work with their realtor to mm-hmm. um, find a property and we cover so much information it's in the pre-approval too much. it's a lot so then once you go under contract, like bullet points. Yes, it's almost like a survival guide of like what to expect. Truly, <laughs> what to but expect when <laughs> when buying a home. Exactly. <laughs> but then I always like to touch base once the home's under contract and go, listen, you're going to get all of this in writing, but I want to kind of talk through this and yeah, because it just I just let's just talk about how kind of frightening this is. Let's but put it out the there. Same thing is like contract. Okay, it's the same thing if you go buy some like new construction or a new car or whatever you're not gonna the rarity of you actually sitting there and reading everything mm-hmm. and even if you do it it's so overwhelming and it's so confusing that it's nice to have someone say 
These are the highlights. This is what These you need. The, this is what you need to care about. This is what you need this to is know. What's boilerplate? Yes. Yes, I completely agree. And that's that's exactly it. It's 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 truly a translation. It is of like the content, for example. I mean, <laughs> it changes constantly. It does, and it's just no. And fun. it repeats itself, also. So just like below documents. So yeah. then that's confusing. Or, you because know, when you're, at, reading a when you're at signing and like a table and you just keep reading the same thing over and over yeah. and, they, and they tell you. So, but I bottom think. line, listen, listen, listen. It's like back to basic. And if you ever have any question about what it is that you should be doing, then clarify. And it's okay to ask the same question a couple of times if yeah. you don't, it's easy to confuse the steps. It's 100% understandable, even if you've already been through the process, because Correct. every single transaction is going to be unique and it's going to feel different, right? Mm-hmm. Buying your first home as a first-time home buyer, buying your move-up home and selling your first home, like just like you said about being emotional, whether or not we want to believe or want to classify real estate as an emotional transaction, it, it is, is regardless. Yeah. That's where you're making your home. That's where you're raising your family. That's where literally you your sanctuary So while it is a great investment Mm -hmm. and it's awesome as far as a, you know, I don't want to say a business transaction, even though it is, but leveling with the borrower and saying, listen, I feel you, I hear you, I see you, let's kind of lay out what the concerns are and what could make you uncomfortable. Let's talk about that now. Let's, and then talk through what is, um, what are ways to feel better about those and what you should be looking forward to and excited to and what milestones are reaching and but you constantly have to like reiterate that. absolutely 100 percent. it's not a you can't say it one time and you can't and no matter how many times someone tells you something it's still the way you feel at the end of the day alex if you told me one time <laughs> something about i don't know something that i don't know anything about on the real let's say inspections if you told me one time what i should know about a exhaust fan and a bat. I would not remember. I don't no. know. I don't know. Yeah, like, exactly. And you told me one time. I'm not gonna. Re- no. I'm not gonna be a pro. No. So I would. But the same to- thing goes for us. In order for us to remember, remember anything as a professional, it's it's just repetition. Absolutely. It's the same thing over and over. It's just like working out. It's like getting reps in. The more you do it, the better you are. The stronger you become at it. Absolutely. That's a great analogy. That's a great. Oh my god! I just great. like pulled that one out of my. And your strong arm. <laughs> So, I'm glad you didn't pass yesterday at that construction site. I know. But I would say it's still, it's it's interesting because I'll talk to agents and they'll say they're slow. But if you talk to the agents who, who've been busy since spring, they're busy now because of what they did back then. Absolutely. And that, that there's still a market out there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't recommend bringing your house to, like, market in in August, late August, when everyone's on vacation, though. I mean, no, we're getting a little off topic, but... Which is actually funny to mention that, because I have people who have thought about not going on vacation because they're waiting for things to come on the market. Like, truly. Like, that's where this market is right now. Because so, the things that do come on, they go like that. 100%. Or they're overpriced mm-hmm. for what they are. So, I think there is... You know, every single year we have a general idea of what kind of volume we're going to feel throughout the year. Generally, oh, this year, it's but just this year like, it's been completely off the place. charts. Like, but not, I don't know if it's not just predictable. See, I don't know if it's 
everything around here. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know if everyone's feeling that way or if it's what we do. I think it's unique to how we run our businesses. I mean, it's such this common like question, like industry-wide, like how's business? Oh, business? That's the most generic question. Well, I know, but people say that and they, they're they basically it's asking, like, how are you? How are you doing? Like how yeah. is business? And literally, I 100% agree that it is what you make of it. And, and it I doesn't think if matter you're honest if it's December it too. Or, or, you know, yeah. June, there is, you mentioned, you know, what happens today is what you, you know, planted 90 days ago. And same thing for a buyer. Mm-hmm. That's oh, another reason to loop it back to this whole beginning of the podcast. Doing things in the right order. Doing things in the right order, like these people did and like other people have done, mm-hmm. have got them to where they are today, have yeah. gotten them the house. Right. And the whole reason why the house is listed for an agent is also what they did right. months ago. Right. So prepare to, like, just and be it prepared. Is, it is time, investing time into the steps, steps up front, whereas we, we do live in a very instant gratification world. And I found, I saw this house pop up today, and I want it right now, and I'm not pre-approved, and I don't know where my money's coming from. Maybe my mom will give me some. Like, do don't create panic when we don't have to. Correct. Whether or not you're buying a house today or in two years, if you know you're buying a house in the future, you need to get your ducks in a row. Like, talk to a lender yes. and say, hey, this is what my plan is. I want to do this. And you know whatever, a lot of objections I hear is, well, I'm not ready. I don't have my credit pulled yet. Well, why not? Don't we want to see if there's any issues? People think, this huge myth is that people think that if they have someone pull their credit, it's going to drop It's going to drop their score. It's like, now listen, it's not number one. It's a significant amount. It's a huge myth, number one. It's not like you're having 10 people pull your credit. You're having no. an inquiry that will fall off. And, and it shows why. It's exactly. not like a negative... Right. Don't have everyone in the world check your credit, but if no. you haven't had a credit check in a couple of years and you're thinking about buying in the next year or so, have a lender check your credit. Exactly. Review the credit report. Make sure there's no glaring issues. Talk about affordability now mm-hmm. and next year. Because even if you're not buying this year, yep. let's talk about what it's going to cost next year to buy. That's very true. And also, to what you said in the beginning, if someone actually does see it and wants to pull the trigger right then and there, mm-hmm. this is the house... Then they've already done the steps. Do you know that's how I sold the house? I put it up on Facebook. She saw it. The buyer saw it. And she called me within 30 minutes of me putting a photo up. Really? And I was able to get her in within the hour. Because she was already, everything was Mm -hmm. already in the works. Mm -hmm. So that buyer that you just talked about, they would be able to do it. If they do all these things. Not only that. Not only. Let's talk about speed. So. Literally. It is so common. To do two or three week closings now. Because of the competitiveness and of the market. And home inspection is like. It's five like, days the norm now. And you know how hard it is. To get a, home, a good home inspector. Yeah. Same thing with appraisals. Right? Like we have to, we're rushing appraisals. Five day contingencies. And it, I'm. I'm. I'm a little nervous that that's the norm. Yeah. Because it just, it just sets yourself up for failure a little bit. Well, you because know, the have... one slight hiccup on anything. Absolutely, number one for sure. It del- it will it could delay the timeline. Yeah. But if we have everything done up front, you can do it. The title company is ready to rock and roll as well, and we'll get title yeah. immediately. Like. But so There's long no are the days reason. of 45-day closing. No. It's nice. I, I got a contract 
mm, yesterday or the day before? Today's Thursday. It's Tuesday. And they're closing September. We're like, whoa. whoa. You're like, you could send this in like three weeks to me. I'm fine. It was a, I mean, it was just, just like you said, it's not the norm anymore to do no. 50 day closing. So I'm like, I need a 45 day lock. I'm like, damn, like that's, it's <laughs> a long time. What can change in 45 days? Whereas that used to be the norm. 45 to 60 days used to be the norm. And now it's like, it's the 16th of July. People are, can I close this month? And I'm like, mm-hmm. sure. Who's, who's doing title? That's usually my question. Who's doing title? That's why I need to know because if we can't get title, no, it starts with it starts with who's the other agent. Yeah, oh, <laughs> and then it starts with title. Good point. And then it goes down the line. Yeah. So, um, to end this, I would say be prepared. Yeah. To summarize it, I mean, I feel like we've obviously said the same kind of thing before, but being prepared, doing the doing the investment of time upfront. Correct. We'll get you to where you want to we'll be. Where you want to be, and you will feel better. You'll feel more organized. You'll feel a little Relax. less stressed. Yes. And you'll feel like you actually have control of mm-hmm. of this purchase, as opposed to just you have no idea what's going on. Right. So. Good. End it with that. Good have stuff. you tried anything new, coffee wise? I haven't. Um. Maybe next time we should do a whole podcast just about coffees. We'll bore them. That living is so crap bad. out of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Bore the living crap for sure. Well, um, we'll think of a couple of good topics. We've got a lot of other things to mm-hmm. discuss that we've tried not to like do things too dry. But you haven't tried any new coffee? I haven't. I'm a big square. So, I've, been, I've been putting my coffee on ice. Dun dun dun. Oh, getting swirly. There you go. I actually tried. It's not coffee related, but it's drinking related. And this is funny. Uh, it took me a long time to find vegan collagen because I was putting collagen in, your- in my coffee and then I'm like reading it, the fine print on the back because it was in the vegan section and it wasn't vegan. I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Like, so you haven't been vegan with your collagen? It was like a week I went. And so then Did I went. Did you feel any different by chance? <sighs> Not significant amount because it was more coconut based, and then the last part was it, but still. So then I went on Amazon and I found vegan collagen, and now I'm adding it to my veggie based smoothie. I know I'm boring you all, and I feel really Everyone's bad. Like, <gasps> all right, so anyway, I'll wait till next time we talk about ashwagandha. Have a wonderful day, you guys. And if you're looking for vegan collagen, then you know, Amazon. And I have one that I recommend, and I add it to my coffee. I'll add it to my veggie-based smoothies. Looks I'll like add it get, to you anything. You can get vegan ashwagandha, too. I don't even know what that is, but we'll talk about that a whole nother episode. Sure will. All right, you guys. Have a wonderful day, and Stay happy cool. early birthday to Josh. His birthday's tomorrow. Oh <laughs> Mr. Ross. I know. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye.